Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Tuesday night, and you know exactly what that means. It's time for the real conversation with Shayna Thornton. Let's talk America with hopes. Shayna Thornton is your radio talk show spotlighting the critical issues of today. She is certain to feature expert guests and celebrities each and every Tuesday night. She is a celebrated newspaper columnist, popular blogger, and award-winning radio talk show personality who has a passion for groundbreaking discussions. Here she is. Let's welcome the one and only, the engaging host for the national show. Please give it up for Shana Thornton. Well, good Tuesday evening to everyone, and welcome to your national award-winning family radio talk show, Let's Talk America, with your host, Shana Thornton. Of course, I am Shana, and I am grateful and excited you are with us this Tuesday night. It is July 28th, 2015. It is 7.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. And again, welcome to the show. Now, if you don't know, this is a family-oriented show, meaning we include everyone, every member of the community at large. We are not a left-wing show. We're not a right-wing show. We uh, deliver and present to you the issues and topics and guests of today, those that are relevant and that matter, that shape the news stories. Now, tonight's story is a very timely one. We are taking a closer look at the death of Sandra Bland. And as you may recall, on Monday, July the 13th, 2015, Sandra Bland was found in her jail cell in Waller County, Texas, dead. She was found hanging from a stool. You know, of course, this incident, this very tragic incident, has caused a lot of talk, a lot of conversation on the national level. One, there are those clearly that dispute that Sandra took her own life, committed suicide, and of course, that is what the official autopsy results are saying, that she did take her own life. Of course, there's been a lot of talk about how things were handled from the very beginning when she was stopped by our state trooper three days prior. The treatment of Sandra Bland has come under uh, fire, has come into question when the dash cam became available for the nation to view. There's so much surrounding this case. I'm not quite sure where you fall. Yet tonight, we have two exclusive featured guests. We have with us the one and only leading legal analyst. You've seen her all on the television, of course. Beth Karras is back with us. She has been on with us before discussing other high-profile cases. And tonight, she gives her legal perspective of the incident involving Sandra Bland. And we also have with us, new to the show, a featured guest. Her name is Lisa Durden. And, of course, you probably have heard of Lisa. She's been all on the television and on national radio talk show programs. She is with us tonight, a very popular commentator. She wants to offer her perspective on what happened to Sandra and also what the death of Sandra Bland means to this nation. So we have a lot to cover tonight. And I want to point out also, thank you everyone for all of your feedback of the show. Um, I also received a lot of comments and questions uh, involving the Sandra Bland death. And so we are going to air those concerns tonight. We're going to get to as many as we can. But first, allow me to ask a favor of you. Please message all of your friends right now and let them know that you're tuned in to Let's Talk America. And if you're out there on social media, 
media to hashtag. Use our acronym. Of course, the hashtag is LTA, all capital letters. Of course, the acronym stands for Let's Talk America. But if you're out there on Pinterest, if you're on Twitter, Instagram, Google Plus, or Famous Facebook, let everyone know that you're tuned in. Also, quickly, if you want to know more information about upcoming shows, about uh, who is a national sponsor or partner of the show, all the great information you ever would want to know, we've got one easy new website for you. Check it out. It's www.letstalkamericawithshanathornton.com. Again, it's easy to remember. It's www.letstalkamericawithshanathornton.com. So we're going to kick off this show officially tonight, and I want to go right into some of the questions and comments we receive from our national listeners and supporters involving this case, uh, the Sandra Bland death again that happened in Waller County, Texas. Okay, so we're going to get right to it. We're going to cover it in more detail, and we also have our exciting new segment titled In the News, where we keep you informed with all of the latest trending topics going on out there in our world. Okay, so we're going to kick it off with some comments from our listeners. Again, thank you for reaching out to us, and we're going to go now. LTA, let others know you're tuned in. My name is Kelly. I'm calling from Columbia, South Carolina, in regards to the Sandra Lane case. And um, my, my take on the issue, um, I, I really just feel uneasy about it, not in regards to just police brutality in general. Um, it's just in the way her case was handled in the videos and everything that led up to her death. It just doesn't seem like everything's accurate. But I'm sure that um, somewhere, somewhere down the line, everybody will get down to the facts and be able to straighten this all out. And whoever's responsible will be held accountable. Again, thank you for reaching out and letting us know what's on your mind. Let's Talk America, of course, is interested in always presenting the relevant news that matters to you. Well, uh, allow us to continue with the show, but right now I want you to lend me your ears once again for some very important messaging from our national sponsors and partners. Greetings, I'm Sean Gilliland, etiquette consultant and author of the Success with Etiquette Book of Etiquette. Do you know how to make a proper introduction? Would you like to learn new techniques on how to communicate effectively to advance your career or increase your clientele? The Success with Etiquette Book of Etiquette teaches you the intricacies of etiquette that will sharpen your business acumen, making you and your ideas more appealing to clients and employers. Did you know social skills often take more time to learn than technical abilities? Employers place as much or more emphasis on personality. With the Success with Etiquette Book of Etiquette, You will learn valuable business and social etiquette skills to enhance your professional image, polish your communication skills, and build your brand with positive first impressions to gain a competitive edge. The Success with Etiquette Book of Etiquette will help you avoid unconscious mistakes that sabotage your corporate image, profitable alliances, and reputation. The book benefits all professional levels, including children and young adults because the principles of proper etiquette never changes. Enjoy a great book the whole family can read together while learning business and social etiquette skills you can use in the boardroom and beyond. Visit successwithetiquette.com for your copy of the Success with Etiquette Book of Etiquette. And to learn more about our exciting books and programs, contact area code 202-352-3166. Regina R. Tate is a Christian counselor, and she's written a book entitled There is a Bomb for That. The 
Population is her platform to inspire and spread the love of God. The book is encouragement and motivation to get beyond and through everyday issues and problems using the Word of God. In addition, she shares some accounts of athletes and other well-known people doing admirable or not-so-admirable things to help push across her messages of encouragement. Tate combines her love of sports with her love of the Lord to inspire those of us who are on the Lord's side and others who are seeking reasons to trust in God. Within the book are articles or misses including Hold Fast, Gifts of the Cross, Call to Be Better, and Don't Get Weary, all of which remind us that God is always pulling for us to get to the other side of the roof. In the missive, there's a bomb for that. Tate Vince, my head hurts because there is so little tolerance for the diverse prisms through which we see life, and there is a declining appreciation for the myriad ways we have come to survive life. She goes on to explain why her neck hurts, her eyes, her ears, her stomach, her feet, and even her heart hurt. But then she points out that she is not in a woe is me state of paralysis because she says, I have medicine. I have a bomb in Gilead. Her aim with the book is to remind all of us that we indeed have medicine for whatever ails us. Regardless of what the situation or the crisis is, there is a bomb for that. Books may be purchased on authorhouse.com or at amazon.com or you may visit the website thereisabombforthat.com for more information. I can assure you that we certainly appreciate and value all of our national partners and sponsors here at Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton. And of course, this show wouldn't be half of what it is without the support of our loyal weekly listeners. Thank you for staying tuned in with us. And we certainly want to show a great appreciation to all of those who may not necessarily get to tune in live, but catch the replay podcast. Thank you also for staying connected with us. And again, I am encourage everyone to hashtag LTA uh, whenever you listen, even if it's while you're waiting uh, for your kid to finish up with their gymnastic practice, or if you are waiting for them to finish up their piano lesson, uh, go ahead and tune in or listen in then. And if you can't listen to the entire show, you can always stop uh, when you can or whatever is convenient for you and go back and catch the remaining part of the show. Remember, this is your national family radio talk show. We offer real talk for real people. Real talk for real people, just to let you know that. Well, tonight we are spotlighting the death of Sandra Bland. Of course, once again, it is the young lady, the 28-year-old, who was found dead hanging in her jail cell in Waller County, Texas. All right? So, just to let you know, that's what we're talking about. We have two featured guests that will be with us shortly. That's Beth Karras and also commentator Lisa Durden is on with us. But... First, I want to continue to share all of the feedback, the comments, the questions we received on this end from all of you out there across the nation. We will try to play as much as possible. If we uh, cannot get to you, I promise we'll, uh, we'll get to you um, in a later show, at a later show rather. So stay with us. Stay tuned in. But right now, we're just going to listen to a little bit more of our national listeners and their opinion um, and their take on what happened to Sandra Bland. And we're going to bring in our exclusive guest. But before we do, in the news is right after this in the news. This is Marilyn calling from Charleston, South Carolina, commenting on the Sandra Bland case. It is very suspicious, in my opinion, of her death, and I think authorities should really, really look into it further so that this does not happen along the way and into the future. Thank you, and let's discuss this further. 
everyone in Maryland. We will discuss this further. Thanks for the feedback. Well, everyone, right now it's time for In the News, of course, where we briefly cover the top trending news stories of the day. Sad news from the entertainment industry. Bobby Christina Brown, the daughter of the late entertainer Whitney Houston and vocalist Bobby Brown, died this past Sunday, more than five months after being found unresponsive in her Roswell, Georgia home. She was just 22 years old. An initial autopsy on Bobby Christina Brown on Monday found no significant injuries and no obvious underlining cause of her death. Water contamination in Louisiana. St. Bernard Parish in Louisiana is undergoing a 60-day chlorine burn of its water supply after brain-eating amoeba killed two people in just two weeks. The Louisiana County is located near New Orleans. Authorities say the 60-day chlorine burn is to eradicate Nagleria afoliaria. Officials say the burn is being conducted out of caution. The health department states that the tap water is safe to drink because you cannot become ill by drinking infected water. However, they warn that residents should avoid getting water in their noses because it can affect people through the nasal cavity. It travels up the nose and into the brain where it typically causes an infection and inflammation of the brain. Tragedy in Lafayette. Hundreds of mourners turned out Monday to say goodbye to Macy Bray and Jillian Johnson. The two women were killed in a shooting rampage inside a Lafayette movie theater just five days ago. John Russell Hauser, 59 years old, stood up at a showing of the movie Trainwreck and began shooting into the crowd. Bray and Johnson, who were seated in front of Hauser, were shot dead. Nine other people were wounded. And finally, tonight in the news, a death in a Cleveland jail. As we cover the Bland incident tonight, we are sad to report another woman has died in a jail. 37-year-old Rakina Jones was found unresponsive in her cell at a jail in Cleveland Heights, Ohio, Sunday morning. Jones was arrested on Friday after authorities received reports of an altercation between her and her ex-husband. According to authorities, an autopsy took place on Monday and showed no suspicious injuries, quote-unquote. The family has expressed frustration with communicating with the police. That concludes our In the News for the week of July the 27th, 2015. Do stay informed with the news and all of the trending topics with Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton, where we offer real news talk with substance. We have one uh, in-depth show for you tonight, so you have to stay with us. But before we bring in our exclusive guest, I would like to quickly share our words of inspiration for tonight's show segment. Uh, James Allen, celebrated British Arthur, once said, Circumstance does not make the man. It reveals him to himself. Again, James Allen once said, Circumstance does not make the man. It reveals him to himself and what powerful words of course we are not necessarily defined by our circumstance but how we react to it how we cope with everything does help shape us and it tells us a lot about ourselves right so we often heard the old adage keep living and life will happen well that's for sure but always uh, work on and tell yourself remind yourself of the toughness and the strength you have inside to push forward no matter what comes your way 
because tomorrow does get better. The sun always rises the next day. So remember that. Well, let's dive right into tonight's show topic. My first guest is popular commentator Lisa Durden. She's on with us and she's going to offer her perspective of this very tragic case. Again, 28-year-old Sandra Bland found dead in a jail cell in Texas. You've seen it all over social media and all of the major media outlets. And we're addressing it because it's a relevant issue. It's a relevant news story that matters, that is shaping our times. And we all have to know what's going on. That's important, of course. Before Lisa Durden and I talk, I want to share one more sound clip of one of our loyal listeners expressing their concerns and sharing a question about the Sandra Bland incident, okay? So, Lisa joins me next. Hi, my name is Corey out of um, South Metro Atlanta, and I am calling in regards to the Sandra Bland case. Um, in my opinion, there are a lot of unanswered questions behind this young lady's death. I cannot imagine how can someone so passionate about um, black lives and wanting to see us grow as a people would turn around in a matter of three days and kill herself over something that as sister and her phone call over something as simple as not single, um, a failure to signal. It's something that's just not right with this picture, and I'm curious to find out what is going to progress as we continue to follow this story. Listeners of your award-winning national family radio talk show, Let's Talk America, with your host, Shana Thornton. It is Tuesday night, and of course, you know now that we are spotlighting the incident, the death of Sandra Bland out of Hempstead, Texas. You know, let me just update everyone. Prosecutor Warren Dipram of Wallow County, Texas, told reporters while citing preliminary autopsy results of the deceased Sandra Bland that the cause of death for her was hanging and the manner of death was suicide. Bland, of course, who is an African-American, uh, arrest and eventual death in police custody stirred a lot of anger nationwide and confusion. Um, and of course, I do want to note this, the autopsy um, preliminary results did say that she did not have injuries on her hands according to that document and defensive uh, injuries um, are often typical on the hands if they believe it's a suicide, excuse me, if it's a violent homicide of any sort. You know, right now I want to bring in a commentator, Lisa Durden. Um, she is with us. You know her from various media outlets. Welcome to Let's Talk America, Lisa. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, I've been talking about this because it was interesting. When I, Even when I sent the uh, information to my, uh, my PR person, I said, yes. hey, pitch this out there and let them know I want to talk about it. I okay. couldn't get anybody to, to bring me on and talk about it. Yes. Not until white folks wanted to talk about it. I pitched them over two weeks ago yes. to talk about this, and nobody said, come on and talk about it. Now, when the white folks decided it's a story, okay. now Lisa's getting called to talk about it. Not meaning you, but just saying the yes. media in general okay. is, telling, is, is shaping what we find to be important to discuss. Hmm. That sickens me to begin with. Okay. And, and, I, and I want to talk about that, but I've got to put the obvious on the table first, Lisa. You know, some yeah. are saying here is yet another person deceased yeah. or dead, rather, a harsher word, but a, a realistic uh, situation right here, uh, who is dead in police custody. And she is African-American. You have to tell me this from your perspective. Is this a trend of some sort? Well, let's correct it. An even harsher word is another person 
murdered. So when you say deceased, that okay. can be a little bit confusing. Okay. Because you can just die suddenly. This yes. person was murdered. And so, yes, supposedly they found her hanging, uh, and supposedly it was a suicide. But no, she was not uh, in, in, in any way uh, interested in killing herself. So she was hanged by somebody else. Okay. And is this a trend? Uh, I think racism is not a trend. Racism has been here since before slavery. And, of course, when we were brought here from uh, Africa, it's been um, perpetrated upon us as a people. So it has not really changed from then to now, except for the way they do it, it's different. Um, so the systematic racism is the causation of some of this physical racism because these police officers are allowed to get away with it. I just wonder why the government doesn't step in and put some legislation in place to be able to stop this police brutality over and over and over again. We can't let the police police the police. Okay. It's not working. Okay, and we've talked about that before in previous cases. Of course, we are talking about the Sandra Bland case. Uh, many of you may have already heard, of course, unless you're living under a rock, that she um, was found hung from a plastic trash can liner um, in her cell uh, in Hempstead, Texas, on July the 13th. Uh, this was just days before she was to start her new job at Prairie View AME University. And Lisa's talking about the situation with us. Now, Lisa, tell me this. Her death in police custody has created a lot of conversation on social media. You know, do you think this helps the case or hurt it? Absolutely. I think social media moves a lot of things for the good or the bad. Um, when you see someone of her size, you know, they say she was about six feet tall. Okay. I'm about 5'11". Okay. Um, I, how do you hang yourself from a short uh, a jail cell and be able to achieve killing yourself by hanging when you're Yes. She's about six feet. Also, this woman has had many, 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 many videos that she has posted on social media around uh, this kind of abuse and these kinds of murders. She was an activist, and one of her videos even talked about um, people being killed by the police, by, by the police in yes. custody and in arrest. So she was well aware. So why would she get arrested for something very small? You know, a small traffic violation. She was going to be in jail for a short time to make the bail of $5,000 and then kill herself. If you're going to prison and you're going to be sentenced to 25 years, maybe that might spark someone to kill themselves because it's, it's, it's daunting. I don't think spending a day or two in jail is that daunting, although I who would want to do it, but it's not that daunting. It's not going to trigger a, a person who moved to a new place, who, you know, got a new job and was ready to start a new job to just kill themselves. And she even had a conversation with someone uh, from her phone, uh, from the phone that they've recorded uh, um, re regarding yes, her being out in their way to, you know, get yeah. out. A voice so account she left with a friend. But let, let me ask you this, Lisa, because this is a news talk show, as you know. But, yeah, you bring up the videos from social media. Uh, obviously, it's now emerged in the media also that there, uh, and I'm, I'm quoting the media now, that there have been also video uh, that she, I'm assuming, posted to Facebook talking about some depression, um, some personal uh, journey that she had with depression. Let me tell you, ask you this. From your perspective, does that change anything if she does have a history of depression. 
Absolutely not. Luckily for people listening in, in another life that Lisa Durden had, I was a pharmaceutical rep for Pfizer, and I sold a drug for depression okay. called Solo, so I'm very well versed on the disease. Okay. And although, yes, people who have depression sometimes do kill themselves, most people who kill themselves are not uh, people who have been diagnosed with depression. So it's not highly likely that that would be the case. Okay, Lisa. So, no, I do not believe that. Okay, Lisa, let me. You're finding everything and anything to pin this on, but this okay. RoboCop murdered her. Yeah, and we want to and we want to be there. And we want to be fair with News Talk. You know that, Lisa. Again, we have the one and only Lisa Durden is on with us. Let's Talk America. But, Lisa, the autopsy results are out, okay? And that's when Warren uh, Diapram, the assistant uh, district attorney out of Hempstead, Waller County, uh, announced yesterday, you, I'm sure, like everyone else, heard it. Uh, with that also came the revelation um, that, according to the report, that there were 30 uh, slits around her wrist where it was, um, I guess, evident that she had tried to take her life before. According to the jail documentation, and I'm sure you know this by now, that she had admitted that she had had a suicide attempt before. Now, if we're to believe that, does that change anything for you? If we're to believe that, but I'm not to believe that. Okay. I don't, I don't believe a word of that. Okay. And, if, and, and again, I'm that individual that wants an investigation. If there is a thorough and yes. honest investigation okay. that is, is done, and then they up, up, uh, you know, you know, okay. friends and family who, who can make these statements and prove certain things. And yeah. I will be, I will fully consider it. But right now, this is looking shady. And even just the arrest is looking shady. Okay. The man was had a vendetta because he didn't like her, her uppity attitude. And he even said in the video, which of course we know, the police department definitely altered that video from the, the, dash, the dash cam video. Um, he even said, oh, since, you know, I was going to give you, let you leave with a warning, but since... You won't do what I say. I'm going to arrest you. Okay. First of all, you were not going to let her go with a warning because if you were, you would have let her go with a warning. Okay. It would not have escalated. So what you wanted to do was send a message on the dance cam video that this victim was the cause of her own victimization. Hmm. That's a game people play. Okay. Oh, since you were naked in front of me, I chose to rape you. You know, get out of here. Okay. You know, tell me this, Lisa. Do you think the local community and the national community agree with you that they want some sort of legal action taken? Absolutely. I think it would be a just thing to do. I think an independent investigation needs to happen. Okay. I think this individual, the last time I looked, the, the, the uh, police officer who yes. arrested her, he's on some kind of death duty. He needs to be suspended without pay, okay. uh, pending an investigation. I don't know who was inside the prison, I mean, in the, inside yes. the jail, who might have killed her, who might have seen something. Even I want to find out, did anybody see? How are you going to be in a jail cell, in a, you know, a local okay. jail like we have, you know, and nobody saw anything, even other people who were uh, inmates? Like, did anybody see anything? I want people to ask certain questions of certain people. Where's all of that? Absolutely. You know, popular columnist H.A. Goodman uh, recently wrote an article for the Huffington Post um, ultimately saying that Bland would be alive today if she were a white woman. Now, uh, Goodman himself is a Caucasian. Do you think most Americans, Lisa, and I want you to be very sincere with us about this, do you think most Americans, and I'm talking about Caucasian, African American, Asian American, Hispanic American, do you think they believe that this falls within race lines? I mean, do, do you think that or do you think there's a, a culture, a group 
of people that's saying, no, Lisa, you've got it wrong. It, 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 it could have been a suicide. I think, unfortunately, most African-Americans think she was hanged okay. or murdered or how many killed her. Maybe she was dead before they found her hanging, and they just did that to make her look like she was dying. I think a, a fair amount of white people or other people outside of uh, African-Americans, yes. the African-American culture race, think she's been hanged or think, think somebody murdered her. But I have to say, it's disappointing when, you know, there's a black person against a white person, then we draw clear racial lines, even so that if it hadn't happened with that, we could have a, a, a reasonable conversation. So I think there are a lot of whites who feel like, but no, and they'll debate that. So we've had this over and over again. Okay. Uh, you know, well, you know, Eric Garner was resisting arrest like they, you, you have that. When it's black and white, people take strong sides, and they okay. see what they want to see. So I'm glad that the person wrote this in Huffington Post because I do absolutely agree. Here's the issue. If this was a white woman, she wouldn't have been arrested to be in jail to have happened whatever supposedly happened. She would not have been arrested. She would not have been told to get out of her car. She would not have been treated with disrespect when she got stopped. The minute she got stopped, if the man was supposedly going to give a warning, he would have said, okay, miss, I'm going to give you a warning. You made a left turn without doing the signal and da-da-da-da-da. So I, I have experienced that many, many times okay. as a black woman being in the streets. I was on a train one day, yes. and the conductor was collecting tickets, and the white girl said, um, uh, 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 some kind of like, um, you know, uh, all, you know, some kind of task where you don't have any money to pay. Okay. She didn't say, oh, my God, I lost my ticket. No. If I would have said, um, oh, rain check. She said, rain check, please. The man just handed her a rain check. I said, I'm on full well. If I would have asked this white man for a rain check because I ain't got my ticket, yes. I would have been thrown off the freaking train. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, this girl would have still been living if she was white. Of course. Okay. It's the white privilege that white people don't see. Mm-hmm. A commentator, Lisa Durden, is on Let's Talk America. Uh, Lisa, it's a an intriguing conversation. It's one that is heated. And this conversation matters because the death of anyone uh, is tragic. Of course, many are questioning the death of Sandra Bland, um, saying here this woman, according to family and close friends, she was super excited about starting this new job in her automata, of course, and then days later, uh, she was found hung, again, from a plastic trash can liner in her cell in Hempstead, Texas. Before you get out of here, Lisa, some um, are just like you, um, That, and I'm sure it crosses racial lines. I'm sure there are Caucasians that are just as angry as you are. Yeah. They're outraged about this incident, and a lot of people are baffled and confused, and, it's, and I would like to believe, Lisa, that everyone is hurt by this. I would, I ideally would like to think that. I would like to believe that, but unfortunately, everybody is not. We can't make them. You can't make okay. them see the things that you see because sometimes what you see can't be proven. Okay. Sometimes okay. a feeling, we can't prove what happened, but we can certainly deduce that this woman didn't commit suicide, that Sandra Bland did not commit suicide. That's a deduction. And we need to find out if this deduction has any facts and legs. So we need an, an Lisa, that, that it is being reported that the FBI is involved. Not sure in what short shape or form, but they're involved right. from my understanding. But tell me this before you leave us. Any words for the healing process? I know there are a lot of people outraged, but any words of healing for our family, for the local community, for the national and international community? Because either way we look at it, there may be listeners right now that agree with you. We may have some that disagree with you sharply. But either way, Sandra Bland is not coming back. Okay, that's a fact of life, unfortunately. Any words of healing? Well, I think that the family uh, 
should be excited and her loved ones and friends and, and the community is, should be excited that they see this kind of outcry and outpouring to support her, even though a lot of people try to say, well, look at her attitude. I don't want to hear that. So we're saying it doesn't matter what her conduct was. She was not doing anything wrong. She didn't have to put a cigarette out. She okay. did not harm this man in any way. There was no reason why she should have been arrested. So we are rejecting any kind of, of verbiage that, that leads people to believe that Sandra Bland was the fault of her own victimization. Okay. So I think the family sees it beyond Texas. They see it everywhere around the nation. And we're, we're starting hashtags and we're putting her videos out there. Yes. That she's done about race in this country before she died. So I think that they should feel glad that we are there for them in any way that we can be from everywhere. Mm. Lasting words from, of course, the one and only commentator, Lisa Durden. How can our oh yes? How can our national listeners learn more about you? I'm sure you're out there on social media, right, Lisa? Of course. Well, if you want to know everything about me except for what you find out at the barbecue, <laughs> you can uh, find me on my website. That's LisaDurden.com. That's Lisa D is in David, U is an uncle, R is in Robert, D is in David, E is in Ellen, N is in Nancy. And then I'm on uh, Twitter, Lisa, my hashtag, I mean, I'm sorry, my, my handle is Lisa R. Durden on Twitter. And you can go on Facebook, uh, Lisa Durden Fan Page. Thank you for your time, Lisa. Oh, thank you so much. Very passionate conversation again with the one and only commentator, Lisa Durden. Well, we have Beth Karras up with us. She's a top attorney out of New York. She's a former prosecutor. She is a legal analyst for many major media outlets. She was just on Inside Edition the other day talking about the Sandra Bland case. She is with Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton, tonight, okay? So I want to get in just a few more of our sound bites from our dedicated and loyal weekly listeners expressing their concerns, their questions, even some of their confusion with the death of Sandra Bland. Okay, so listen in, and then we're going to bring in Beth Karras. Thanks, everyone. And hashtag LTA, we are on live. We're on air right now. Well, I feel the police officer's conduct was unprofessional and that he lost his cool in a simple traffic stop. I also question the motive for the family. Why did it take 26 phone calls? No one ever came to her aid or assistance for a $500 fine. By now, they could have gotten her out. She would have been fine. However, are they smelling money now? Is that the reason why they say she did not try to make suicide? Because after all, she was there to, for a new start. It would have been simpler to pay the $500, let her begin her new start, and go from there. Rather than trying to hire an attorney to say, oh, she was fine all the time. Um, hello. Um, I had a question about um, the young lady that died in Texas. I wonder, where was her family when she needed that $500? If I remember correctly, I saw six or seven people. That would have been less than $100 each. I just wanted to know. Thank you. Good evening. This is George from the metropolitan area. I have a question. I've been following this story uh, when, it, when it first broke. And my question is this. Even if the autopsies determined that there was uh, no cause in terms of what the police may have done, I have a very, very strong feeling that indifference played a greater role than anything else that we can deal with. Because if people knew that she had talked about 
registering unconcerned by being indifferent is just as bad as committing the murder itself. Because if you hear someone crying out and you don't ask or you don't respond to what's going on, then that indifference can cause a problem and unfortunately ended up in her death. Thank you so much. Listeners of Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton. Of course, we are spotlighting the death of Sandra Bland out of Hempstead, Texas. Uh, We're keeping this conversation going. Right now, we have our legal expert on. You've seen her all over uh, the television. You've heard her all on the radio. We have Beth Karras with us. She's been on with us before. Beth, how are you this Tuesday night? I'm fine. Thank you for having me on. I wish we were talking under better circumstances, but yes. it is Definitely. You know, of course, we're talking about Sandra Bland. This incident is tragic. It is. Regardless of established findings, Beth, I want to talk about law right now with you. Legally speaking, should the cop have stopped Miss Bland? Well, he had a right to stop her for failing to signal. Uh, and you really have to look at this step by step, and he, he had a right to stop her. He gave her a warning. He didn't give her a ticket, and things escalated when she's in her car, minding her business while he's writing up the warning. Yes. But it's in the form of a ticket, and she doesn't know it's not a ticket. She thinks she's being fined. She thinks it's ridiculous that, okay. you know, he pulled her over for that, because let's face it, people fail to signal all the time and get away with it, but legally he had a right to do it. Okay. And... So things escalate because she's upset, and he hands her the warning, but he doesn't say, I'm giving you a warning. But I'll tell you, in my experience, I have been, I've been given warnings a couple times, and once when I was trial in Colorado, but the officer said, I'm giving you a warning this time. That's it up front. He didn't say that to her. So he's like, you seem upset. Well, you're giving me a ticket just for failing to signal, and she's upset, and she's saying that. That's when he, in my opinion, should have said, ma'am, it's not a ticket, it's just a warning. Okay. You know, calm down. And he didn't. And he let it escalate to the point where he claims he, you know, he felt threatened because maybe he thought her reaction was over the top. So he orders her out of the car, which he also had a right to do. Okay. Uh, that's you know, right. officers have to be concerned about their safety. Traffic stops, officers get killed. Happened, you know, recently in California since Sandra Bland died, and and so if they can articulate a reason why they felt mm, they, they feel you know somewhat you know they got to check out a person somewhat threatened by their safety, oh, they can right. order a person out. That's why he kept saying a lawful order, it's a lawful order, and she was not obeying. Okay, and so you're saying if a if a cop, a police authority, uh, feels in some shape or form that he's threatened or he wants to investigate further, legally speaking, he can't ask you to get out of the vehicle. That's yeah. true. He can ask her to step out. He okay. didn't have the right to order her to put out her cigarette. That's what I was going to ask next. Before asking her to step out. Okay, so, and I did want to ask this. So, legally speaking, you don't have to extinguish a cigarette when a police officer requests you to? If you're sitting in your car, no. Okay. Unless something, you know, you got to look at each situation by its facts. Unless there's something in there that makes them believe that she's about to, I don't know, hit him with the ash of the cigarette. Or okay. lick it at him or, or something. I mean, a cigarette can burn a person, you know. It, so it, it, it could cause some harm. But, you know, basically, she's sitting in there, she's smoking a cigarette, you know. That's, that's okay. Uh, yes. I mean, that's okay. It's her vehicle. However, yeah. you can't turn quickly and he could feel threatened and say okay get out of the car put your cigarette out first but that isn't how it happened but it could 
And so now, ultimately, she is imprisoned, correct, from my understanding, because they're saying that she attacked a, a, a person of authority, a police officer. Is that ultimately why she was arrested? Yeah, she resisted okay. arrest. And, you know, from the dash cam, it's off-site, the dash cam, but he claims she kicked him in the shin and, you know, struggled. Resisting arrest doesn't require hurting an officer. Okay. That's a misdemeanor. You can get arrested for that. But Texas is even, like, looser, I understand, in its, in its definition. I mean, usually there's some sort of a, some resistance, some struggle, but Texas, I, I, no, my understanding of the law is even looser, like, you can just indicate, you know, you, you don't want to be arrested. But she, she didn't, I mean, she clearly was struggling with him because it's like, my God, she's knocked on the ground and she's, you know, she's handcuffed and it's like, what is this? This is failing to signal. Okay. The things just got out of hand and it could have been handled right at the beginning when he handed her the ticket. Man, this is just a warning. Calm down. Be on your way. Mm. See you later. And he let it escalate. That's why he's on administrative duty right now. They're yes. investigating. They say they're investigating it like a murder, which simply means that they're taking the precautions to preserve evidence. Okay. You know, uh, I there are situations where someone dies, and it's thought to be an accident or a suicide. The place is cleaned out, and it's not forensically investigated and evidence collected because you're not going to have a criminal case. You know, you know, you think you know what happened. Well, here, they're taking all the steps to preserve the evidence just in case. But right now, I mean, her injuries are consistent with suicide, they say. Maybe the family will want an independent autopsy. Yes. I don't blame them if they want someone else doing it. And they say that there's no evidence of anyone going into the cell okay. close in time to and, the suicide. And we have Beth Karras on with us. She's a great legal expert, of course. She's been on with us before. Beth is so knowledgeable about law. She is an attorney, obviously, but also a former prosecutor out of New York. I, I want to go here. Of course, we're talking about Sandra Bland, and she's a young woman, 28 years old, who was to start her new job at her alma mater of Prairie View AME University um, in Texas. Um, unfortunately, uh, she is dead tonight. She is no longer with us. Uh, many people are outraged, not just a family. Many are questioning what happened to this young woman. According to family and close friends who seem so excited about starting this job, Beth, I, I want to be uh, objective and put everything on the table. You know just as well as I do that it's being reported that she informed the jailer that she had attempted suicide in the past. That's what they're saying, okay? If this is true, if it is true that she did or that she informed them that she did, is it the jail responsibility, legally, to provide special arrangements? Because I, I'm not in law. I'm, I'm not an attorney like you with lots of knowledge about legality. But I would imagine, this is me thinking, if someone had said that, if that's to be true, that's what they're reporting, that it should have been special precautions of watching her more closely or monitoring the situation. Does, does a jail have to do that, Beth? Well, they certainly have to keep an eye on the cells more often than they were. Right? Their um, laws, their rules say they have to do it hourly, and they didn't do it hourly for her. That's for sure. But what you're raising about her supposedly saying she's been depressed in the past, yes. suicide in the past, so there are two sets of forms. One computer generated that says the opposite, and one handwritten that says what you just said. That's okay. my understanding. And why the difference between the two, yes. I don't know, and that has to be determined. Because I, what my first re 
reaction was, ooh, yeah, the handwritten ones, maybe they went in and filled those out. And okay. Wow. Which, which, is, which I, I would hate to think, but it, it, it's a possibility, right? Right. So that's why it has to be reconciled why these two sets of records are different, saying the opposite thing. Okay. You know, if she's distraught anyway, they should be keeping an eye on her. This is a, she missed her first day of work. She's, yes. She, according to the woman in the cell, or person in the cell, I think it was a woman next to her, she kept trying to call and she couldn't reach anyone. I know. What That's what I think, I'm understanding, yes. Yeah, and so she was absolutely distraught. Now, to the point of suicide, I don't know, but, um, you know, the poor thing. You know, all she did was fail the single, and next thing you know, she's three days in a jail, missing her first day of work. Yes. Such an awful situation. Mm, wow. You know, tell me, as an attorney, um, as a successful uh, former prosecutor, have you ever seen anything like this, Beth? I've never seen anything that like this. Okay. No. And um, I, I just think that officers, they're trained to de-escalate situations. People get upset when they're stopped by the police. Absolutely. I mean, an adrenaline rush goes through you. I mean, it's, I've only been stopped a few times, but I've experienced it. Even when I was a prosecutor, I had a badge, and I told them. I mean, it's like they don't care. Okay. And it's like it's scary because they have all the power over you at that time. Yes. People don't know their rights. But when, when they're handed the ticket or warning or whatever, they can just leave, and there's nothing the officer can do. You know, he she could have just left, but people don't know that. Okay. So the, the transaction is over once you're handed whatever the document yes. is. But he absolutely should have said, I'm just giving you a warning this time, ma'am, but just keep an eye on your uh, signals because yeah, there are accidents caused and people fail to take home. Mm. Something like that. Just, okay, be on your way. And he just, he, he goaded her. Wow. She was so upset. And, she was. Uh, you, can, you can see she was very emotional about being stopped, believing she, it was not justified to stop her. Or maybe she thought, you know, she was stopped because she was black. Yes. Right? Okay. I mean, yes. I didn't hear her utter that, but she no. might have. I couldn't make okay. all the words and the yelling. Uh, you know, uh, tell me this. I, I know they're saying that the FBI is um, is being reported is involved in some shape or form. Not sure in what context, but they're saying they are involved in looking into this. You know, as an attorney, Beth, as someone who believes in uh, fairness, what do you want to see done, legally speaking, about the death of Sandra Bland? Well, I want to see a thorough investigation to make sure that you know, if there's any wrongdoing on the part of the officer, that that is rectified, that he has suffers whatever consequences, whether it's just, you know, it's changing his job, or I don't know that there's anything criminal here okay. regarding the cop and the stop. Okay. He needs training. All these cops need more training. They cannot let a traffic stop rise to this level. Yes. And I don't know, I mean, then once she's in jail, it's out of the state police hands, right? Okay. Jailers. And what was her treatment there? And they knew she was despondent and she's trying to reach someone. I mean, what yes. are doing? How are they treating her there? That's, that's a great question to bring up. Yeah. And I haven't heard that brought up yet. And I don't know, well, I, I mean, I know people are saying that ultimately the sheriff, or whoever sees the jail, is at fault here. I mean, they were not keeping an eye on her uh, enough. I mean, they, they checked on her about 7 in the morning, and then she's found just before 9. There was no checking on her in between. Yes. She was crying a lot. And, you know, I mean, how many, 
How many people do you think they had in jail in Waller County, Texas? I mean, uh, how many could they possibly have had yeah. there? I can't imagine a lot. Wow. We're not talking about a jail full of hundreds of people. Okay, that's yeah. right. Sure. I would imagine. Yeah, jailers and inmates wasn't that much, and, you know, she needed some help. She needed to contact somebody. She needed to speak to somebody. Wow. Mm. We're going to have to have you back on, Beth, uh, to continue the conversation about this case and many others that continue to come up. Before you leave us, of course, we're always thankful for Beth Karras joining us, our legal expert. How can our national and international listeners learn more about you? Well, I run a website, karrasoncrime.com, which is a subscription website where I, I, I shoot videos and answer questions and teach people about the law, and I write blogs, and I put up court documents, all kinds of stuff. I'm uh, in the process of following the Colorado Theater Trial, of course, yes. uh, which is winding down, but I'm also gearing up for the McStay murders, a family of four in San Diego murdered, disappeared oh. for four years, found in shallow graves. A uh, business associate of the father is um, is accused now and facing the death penalty. But I have a you know a book corner on my news site okay. and all kinds of uh, neat stuff and podcasts. So that's on Karis on Crime. But if you just want to read about me, BethKaris.com is my regular site. Cool. Thank you so much. Before you leave us, the Holmes trial in Colorado, uh, looking like he's going to get the death penalty, Beth? Well, you know, I think there's a good chance that he got a step closer to it yesterday when the jury found that the aggravating factors the state was seeking that make him eligible for death were proven, and yes. now the mitigation evidence the defense is putting on is being put on. But, you know, you just need one juror to say, well, he really is mentally ill. We found him guilty. He's going to prison. Life okay. without parole. The jury knows that the alternative sentence. So I don't know. Colorado doesn't really like the death penalty. Okay, they only have right. people on death row. So um, I, yeah, I'm not sure. But that, that shooting on Monday night, no, um, where I'm losing track of time, on Thursday night. Yes. Um, in uh, Louisiana. Louisiana, the movie theater. Yes. Yeah. It's probably going to really concern, you know, the lawyers in the case because, yeah, you might have it and who knows if it's going to affect them even if they say it won't. And before you leave us, of course, you were on with us a few weeks ago talking about Dylan Roof. I, I see that the federal government has uh, given him charges. Does this look like this case is going to go federal or it's going to stay in South Carolina? Not sure yet. Uh, I suppose it could go federal but I think that uh, they're different charges. Yes. So it, I think it should go state first. Okay. And then let the feds take it. Because yeah. if the feds go first, I don't know, sometimes there aren't state prosecutions that just slows things down. So I don't know, let the state, you know, get um, seek the death penalty, and um, and then the feds can do their thing. Thank you. Legal analyst Beth Karras. We'll have you back soon, Beth. Thank you. My pleasure. We always appreciate legal analyst Beth Karras for joining us on Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton. Well, everyone, thank you so much for sticking with us tonight for the entire show segment. It is a timely one and one that is relevant and that deserves our attention. Of course, Let's Talk America offers real news talk with substance, real talk for real people. You have to stay with us next week, same time, same place. Join us. We have great music for you before you leave us. Artist TB TB2 will share some of his amazing music with us. Before we leave out officially, I want to share one more response, uh, one more uh, reaction or feedback to the death of Sandra Bland. Of course, it happened Monday, uh, July the 13th, when they found her body in a jail in Waller County, Texas. Uh, We thank everyone for reaching out to us and sharing your concerns, your questions. Uh, No matter what side you fall on, 
if you believe it was a suicide, if you don't believe it was a suicide. I would like to think that we all agree that this was a tragedy, a life lost forever. Do stick with Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton. It's your family radio talk show. We are live every Tuesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Check out www.letstalkamerica with shanathornton.com. Well, everyone, the music of TB2 will take us home. The song is titled Save Me, Save Me by TB2. But first, thoughts of a dedicated listener of Let's Talk America. We'll see you next week. Keep the conversation going. Make a difference. All content original, copyright 2015 by Paget and Thomas Enterprises, LLC. The Sandra Bland case is so concerning on a variety of levels. Initially, I think a lot of my friends assumed we had to have these conversations with our sons, with our fathers, with our brothers, with our nephews about how to protect themselves when they're stopped by the police. But ultimately, black women are not immune from the fate that awaits us if the wrong cop stops us, if the bad cop stops us. I am now more fearful of being stopped by the police than I have ever been in my entire life. I am fearful that I could be stopped, you know, if I have a flat tire and someone in a police officer tries to help me, will he ultimately suspect me of doing wrong just because of the color of my skin or suspect that I am a criminal or have some preconceived notion about black people that will negatively impact how he performs his job on a daily basis. And ultimately, it has created a pyramid of emotion that is deeply rooted in anger 